there, and welcome to In My Words, Jumo Health's podcast series that brings the experiences of real patients directly to you. At Jumo Health, we provide resources for children and families to understand, manage, and own their health. Sign up for free at jumohealth.com. After I was diagnosed, it was hard to take in. Everything changed. Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Rebecca. This is the first episode of a three-part miniseries on type 2 diabetes. For this miniseries, we had the good fortune of going to New Zealand and meeting with Trudy Cook, who you just heard talking about what happened after she was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Trudy is a wife, a mother, a grandmother, and a beautiful person who has shared her story with us with the hope that her words, in some way, might help others with type 2 diabetes. To lead us through these episodes, we have our local colleague in New Zealand, Lee. Hi, Lee. Hi, Rebecca. Hey, listeners. We sat down with Trudy in Auckland, where Trudy opened up about her type 2 diabetes and talked about everything from her diagnosis to managing her diabetes, her diet and what she does for exercise, her mental health when first diagnosed and now, and how her relationships fill her life with meaning. Episode one is all about Trudy's health and lifestyle and how she made changes to her life after her diagnosis. Episode two is about managing diabetes with medication, focusing on insulin. And in episode three, we talk about when it can be more of a challenge to control sugar levels. To start, we asked Trudy to tell us a bit about herself and what she loves to do. My name is Trudy Cook. I am a mother of five. I'm 55 years of age. I have six grandchildren. And what I love to do is watch Netflix, old programs like Little House on the Prairie or Waltons. I love doing wash jigs. I used to love doing walking and swimming, but since the COVID, that's out of the question. (laughs) Mostly, I like to be around my grandkids. Two topics that came up several times while chatting with Trudy were the importance of family and willpower. While Trudy finds some days easier than others, her willpower and drive to be there for her loved ones helped Trudy keep her diabetes on track. Trudy was first diagnosed with diabetes in 1996 when pregnant with her fourth child, and then again in 1998 when she was pregnant with her fifth child. After her pregnancies, her diabetes went away. But then a few years later, Trudy was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, and this really surprised her. Before her diagnosis, Trudy had a very busy lifestyle. She loved drinking and smoking, but never thought her lifestyle was unhealthy. She enjoyed swimming and walking. I used to take my granddaughter for walks every every morning and every afternoon to keep my weight down. I thought I had a good life until they told me I was diabetic and it freaked me out. I didn't think something like that would happen to me. I don't like taking like fizzy drinks or things like that. And I thought only people that had cream cakes and fizzy drinks and things like that, they were the only type that would get diabetes. But no, it's not true. If you have type 2 diabetes, it means your body does not make enough insulin or your cells don't respond normally to insulin. This causes high sugar levels in the blood, which over time can damage the body. Lifestyle changes are one way that help people with type 2 diabetes keep their sugar levels in a healthy range. Trudy shared with us some of the changes she has made to the types of food she eats and how active she is. After I was diagnosed, it was hard to take in. Everything changed. I had gone from white bread to grain, mixed grain. 
I used to love white bread and I used to have a lot of butter on my bread. That was my favourite, was butter and jam, marmalade and all that. But now I don't have any of that. You know, you sort of just slice I've the butter over. I won't have no white bread at all. It's got to be mixed grain. My fruit, I never used to like fruit. But, uh, yeah, no, I have changed a lot. And like I said, with the exercises and that, I do housework and do the garden. Or most times I stand there and watch my husband mow the lawn. And, yeah, that tires me out. I've done a lot of changes in my life. And plus with the grandkids, I've had no option because I like to be there for them as well. Choosing to eat healthier foods and being physically active are part of living a healthy life, not only for people with type 2 diabetes, but for everyone. While Trudy has made a lot of changes in her life, she admits that some of the changes, like quitting smoking, were really hard to make. Well, it was because it was something that I enjoyed. But because I knew when I was told to give up smoking, I was given the choice, give up smoking or give up breathing. At that time, my youngest child was five years old, and my other one was seven. I just sat there and looked at them. I was going, wow, who's going to be here for use? So that's when I gave it up. Many people do not like it when someone tells them what to do. And being told you may need to make changes to the way you are living your life, this can seem impossible. You can see where you should be, but the reality is you are right here where you are today. The truth is, you can only get to where you're going one step at a time. I didn't do it overnight. Um, the steps that I actually took was I had to believe in myself that I was able to change things. It took a long time. There was times where I had everything on the right track, and when something happened, I fell off that track. It was scary. It was really scary because my fear was the insulin. So I thought if I keep doing things and be on the right track, I wouldn't go near that. So I try to stay on the right track as much as possible. No road is perfectly straight, and going off course from time to time is okay. What matters is coming back to it again and again. So when it comes to making changes, keep going and believe in yourself. Another lifestyle change that Trudy made after her diagnosis was to take exercise and being physically active more seriously while still trying to have fun doing it. Before, I wasn't serious about the exercise. Before, it was, it was just something I had to do. You know, like walking from here to there. It wasn't an option before, but now it's a must-have. Well, the doctor said the more I walk around, the better to keep my weight down. I wanted to do swimming. Well, I was doing swimming before this COVID had hit, but since this has happened, I've put that on hold for now. So the only exercise I actually really get into is like the gardens or housework, standing with the vacuum and dance, because I know there's nobody around, so I do a little bit of a boogie or sing song in my lounge, yeah. or put on my favourite eagles and, and just listen to that. <laughs> yeah. So I like to dance to music when I'm home by myself. As long as there's nobody else around, I'll just lock myself away. And... One change really helped Trudy become more physically active. Willpower, actually. That was the change. My husband always says, if you've got the willpower to do it, you'll do it. And if I don't, he would just leave me until I was ready. But I had to believe in myself to get up to do something. Because that is quite hard. I think for myself it was more willpower to believe in myself to do something. 
What also helped Trudy was finding meaning in her life. I think I'm, my main course and main reason for me doing as I'm told now is because of my grandkids. They are my, they're my world and yeah. there's my reasons. We will very soon hear Trudy talk more about how much her family, her husband, children, and especially her grandchildren mean to her. But first, another example of Trudy's willpower, giving up drinking alcohol. Well, I don't drink. (laughs) I used to drink every day and night, but I've had two drinks in the last 16 years. Well, drinking is a thing of the past for Trudy. Not all people with type 2 diabetes will choose to give up drinking alcohol. But because alcohol interferes with the way the body controls its blood sugar levels, it means taking extra precautions. It's important to check with a healthcare professional to find out if, and how much, alcohol is safe for you to drink. Because it can be hard to tell the difference between being drunk and having a hypo or low blood sugar, and because a hypo can be life-threatening, make sure the people you are with know you're diabetic or wear your medical alert bracelet. And remember to check your blood sugars when drinking. During our conversation, Trudy talked a lot about how much her family means to her and how by being there for her, they bring positivity to her life. Well, I think since my granddaughter, Ellie, was her name, since she's come along, I've really focused on a lot of things, which before my sugars were pretty high. When they are high, I focus on her, and it helps me to bring them back down. I do what I should be doing. Yeah. Now the way she is the one that really pushes me. Like her mum will ring me because I'll text her until I'm feeling down. So she'll ring me so I can talk to my granddaughter and it just lifts me. For Trudy, her family support truly helps her manage her diabetes. I believe being around my family has helped me to control my diabetes. It has, especially with the grandkids. Whatever motivates me, it's them. It's mainly my family and my husband. He's always, you know, sort of pushing me to, you should exercise, you should come out and do that. Finding strength and willpower within sometimes means turning outward for inspiration. For Trudy, her family, especially her grandkids, are the people who inspire her to have the resolve to stay on track with the diabetes. We also talked to Trudy about mental health. She knows firsthand the upset that can come with hearing that you have type 2 diabetes. Honestly? When I was diagnosed with diabetes, I didn't want to be alive anymore. I didn't want to be around. Even though I knew I had children, but I thought my life had come to an end. My doctor, he had a good talk with me, and he got me a trainer. I think he was my saviour, my trainer. He was so awesome. He used to take me for walks. He used to push me. He gave just a little bit further, just a little bit further. I just didn't want to be around anymore after I was diagnosed. Because I didn't think I'd be of any good to anybody. At that time, I didn't have anything positive for myself, even though I had my children. But I felt that I was no good for them because of being sick. I lost my mum at a young age because she was sickly. And I thought my children were going to lose me at a young age. Trudy was brave to open up and share how dark things were for her in the beginning. She is not alone with her feelings. Many people living with type 2 diabetes say their diabetes negatively impacts their emotional well-being. Sadness, worry, fear and stress. 
These are common feelings for people with diabetes. Even though Trudy was in a dark place in the beginning and felt she would be no good to anybody, she made her choice to keep going. I had a choice to live with it, and that's all there was to it. These days, when Trudy feels down, she reaches out to talk to someone, and this helps her through it all. Relying on talking to friends and having a person to turn to is really important. If I need to talk to anybody, I get in touch with my counsellor. Or I just sit there with having my best friend, and I just say to you, coffee and cake, I'm on my way. As soon as I say coffee and cake, she knows. She comes down. And we sit there all afternoon just eating coffee and cake. Yeah, I believe I'm pretty okay now. I still cry about it, but I, I believe I'm still okay about it. She always says, baby, such a sad sack. Life's too short to be a sad sack, she goes. Trudy offered some advice for others who may be having mental health challenges. The um, best advice I can give you on that one is do not hold it in. That is the worst thing for anybody to do is hold it in. That was my mistake. I held in a lot of hurt in that. And when I let it all out, it made me feel good. So if you feel down and out about if you've got diabetes, let somebody know. Don't go on it on your own because it does nothing for you. I learned that. Diabetes is a condition that stays with people for life and there may be bumps or setbacks along the way. For people struggling to stay on track with their diabetes, Trudy has some advice. Get help. My advice for you is get help as soon as possible. Find that certain person that you can confide in that you know will help you. So much can change after you learn you have type 2 diabetes, and all of it can be overwhelming. People will tell you to eat healthy foods, exercise, take care of yourself, and follow your doctor's instructions. And making lifestyle changes can be hard and can take time. There are the kinds of changes that don't happen overnight, so be gentle with yourself and with the people in your life, and trust you will find a way to move forward that works for you. What healthy living with type 2 diabetes turns out to be will look different for each person. Living healthy with type 2 diabetes, for me, is to listen to my body, listen to myself, and most importantly, listen to your family and your doctor. Trudy has learned what gives her life meaning and what helps her stay on track with her diabetes, focusing on the relationships in her life, her husband, children, and being there for her grandchildren, believing in herself and a good dose of willpower. Thank you, Trudy, for opening up and sharing your story with our listeners. You being here speaking from your heart is what the world needs. You have shown our listeners that they are not alone. And though it might not always be easy and it might not look perfect, it is possible. It is possible to live a healthy life with type 2 diabetes. How that healthy life will look is up to the person living it. If you need support or to learn more about how to manage your diabetes and what healthy lifestyle choices might be for you, contact your healthcare professional team or Diabetes New Zealand. Take a deep breath. Believe in yourself because you will be able to do it. Thank you, Trudy. Up next on In My Words, We will hear from Trudy about her needing insulin to help manage her type 2 diabetes. Spoiler alert, taking insulin is nowhere near as scary as she had imagined. Thanks for listening. See you next time. This episode was created using excerpts from our interview with Trudy Cook. This episode has kindly been supported by Diabetes New Zealand and sponsored by Sanofi New Zealand. 
Thanks for listening. Interested in hearing something special or want us to help share your story? Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time. The health information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to replace discussions with a healthcare provider. In My Words is produced in New York City and distributed worldwide. In My Words, a Jumo production.